I'm here with my friend Harry Potter, <laughs> the magician of sales, and uh, he's going to use his wisdom of yoga to connect to what he calls connecting to his customer. <laughs> right? The customer only comes back to you. Why? Because you, you trust him, but you're giving him a product and you're making him happy. Yeah. Right? If you give him a product that does not satisfy his needs, which is joy, happiness, and peace, mm -hmm. will he come back to you? Trust or not? No. So eventually it comes down to, am I, am I making my, my customer from a sales perspective happy? If he's happy, he's going to keep coming back to you, right? Whether it's yeah. John D. or it's Harley Davidson. Yeah. The question is, am I a more joyful human being in yoga? Or am I just someone who does great poses? That's the question. Because everybody can do poses, trust me. There are people who can do better poses than you and me. You know who they are? They are my daughters. If I bring them, I'll show you what they can do. You'll be surprised. They're only 10 years old. <laughs> does that mean that's yoga? That's the question. That's why I say yoga is wide, but it's not deep. But that makes it deep, doesn't it? When you say deep is, there are five stages. See, you have five fingers on your hand. Yeah. yeah? You have five fingers on your toe. Mm -hmm. not, a, not a coincidence. You have five senses. Not a coincidence. There are five elements in the body. This is earth, water, air, fire, and ether. Penetration also has depth. It's called involution in yoga. The movement from outside to the inside needs penetration. As you give more attention to your posture, you can see why just jumping around what is called vinyasa. It's fine. But what is vinyasa? What are you trying to link? It's vinyasa means linkage. Yoga has to go inward if it has to add value to humanity and to my personal life. Inwardness means what? Look at what is integrative medicine. What's the word? Inside. In. Yeah. When they say, oh, uh, Miss X has an incurable disease. What is the doctor saying? Incurable? Yeah, means he's saying, I do not know what to do with it. There's no solution yeah. for it in Western mm -hmm. sciences. Okay. When you speak to a hardened yogi from India, incurable means only one thing. The cure is in you. <laughs> the question is, how do I find it? I have to go in. So if there are five fingers, five senses, if there are five elements, they have to be five layers of penetration towards the very seed of life. What in our context we are calling the indwelling spirit of God. If you're a Christocentric person, you're being told by the teachings of the Bible that God lives in you. By these words, look within, the kingdom is in you. So yoga has to be done in such a way that it really makes me connect to all dimensions of my existence. I can't think, oh, I'm doing asana, now I go home and be upset because my significant other got told she has a serious medical crisis. Well, okay, you can be upset. Then where's your yoga then? It's out the door, right? Then they say, okay, now I go to my Buddhist temple for medication, I'll get some peace of mind there. That's not yoga then. If I have to go to 10 different places to find peace, joy and happiness, I'm not practicing yoga. I'm only practicing physical body work activation. I want to reach the source of life, which is God, the light. 
you know, an addiction. It's called the higher power. Mm-hmm. Come to know that a power greater than, than me. me. Yes. You know, just mm-hmm. finish step three. Bring me to sanity. Yes. So. It's a step three of the mm-hmm. hey, Alcoholic yeah. Anonymous. Build up, build up. So why practice yoga? How to make a connection to the aspect called life? Because at the end of the day, come on, who's going downward dog on a, for everyday living? You're busy with your work. You got your Excel spreadsheet. You got your access database. You got a wife. You got a child. You got daughter getting married. Grandchildren saying, "Hey, grandpa, what's going on?" That's where the fun of life is. You know, I say, "Oh, I'll do my yoga, then I'll be happy." It should be as you're doing the practice. It should make you more joyful. So when you when one asks the question, "Hey," Are you feeling any shift? Any things are getting better? Always think in the context of living, of life. Not whether your hamstrings became longer, because who the hell cares about <laughs> shitty hamstrings? Come on. This is what's being taught in America. <clears throat> oh, if you do a good pose, you look beautiful. I'm saying if you do the worst pose, you can also look beautiful. What is the receptivity of your state of awareness? You can be in hell hole. It's called hell, Michigan. <laughs> That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. You know that. I know. Place. I know where it is. And be joyful. Perception, awareness. See, you may have me being to Lake Jasper, Lake Louise in Canada. Uh, you know that place in Alberta. No. Okay. Anyway, it's so beautiful. You know about that lakes. Yes. There's some of the most beautiful lakes in North America, mm-hmm. what is now Canada. It's like North yeah. America. Everybody goes there and says, wow, it's awesome. It's so beautiful. The lake just feels so relaxed. It's just such a relaxing, calming lake. But if you think about it, the lake has no business. It has no mission to look peaceful. It's just a bunch of water sitting in the ground. It's only beautiful because there's a beauty in you that comes out. You can be a depressed human being, have a broke up relationship, lost your job and sit outside Lake Louise and not find it beautiful at all. So the state of beauty is one that is inherent in us. The state of anxiety is one that is inherent in us. The state of addiction is the person is suffering what? He's only suffering the future or suffering the memory of yesterday. In the present moment, when I talk to hundreds of addicts, even at Aurora, all of them are sober. I said, if you're currently sober right now, why are you here? You're sober, be done, be free. Who has put it in your stupid head that you're an addict? Is you have kept saying, I'm an addict, I'm an addict. What you're suffering is the memory of yesterday and the anxiety for what's going to happen to me tomorrow. Right now, I'm addiction free. You see, the state of mind is programmed by society, by well-minded yoga teachers and friends and family, that unless you do that pose that way, then only you'll be a happy human being. So the greatest practitioners of yoga weren't the one who did the best poses, but embodied the energy of life, that spirit, that feeling of joy that came, and were joyful whether they were feeling something didn't work out, or whether they got caught in a drug problem. See, no drug addict ever felt they were not having a good time. No. Nope. <laughs> right? 
And in the end, it wasn't fun. But in the yeah, end, generally. only because of the problem. But when they were doing drugs or alcohol, my experience of dealing with addiction means dealing with hundreds and growing up mm-hmm. in India. None of them felt they were having a bad time. They were having a blast. True. It's a spirit. That's what it is. Yoga has a way to connect to the higher spirit and to the highest spirit. So whether I'm in church praying or whether I'm sitting by Lake Jasper, when I practice yoga, one must be able to connect to life. If that doesn't happen, yoga is a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the context has to happen. The context is not given even for exercise. People are just running on a treadmill f- with a GQ magazine with a big screen in front of their face with a headset. The, the mind is doing one thing, the body is doing another thing. And they say, I get my workout. That's what it is, it's a workout. <laughs> but that's not what integrative medicine is talking about. It's a work in. That's not what authentic yoga means. That means, you know, my yoke is heavy and my burden light. That's what it is. You should write all this down for yourself. In that book. <laughs> I cannot write it down. I'm just saying to, to share it with you. Uh, uh, we are sharing a live podcast. There's no plan. There's no script. Mm. Um, I must have context for what I do. It can't be saying, hey, I've got a good pose. I'm saying it's a waste of time. If I cannot connect it to, I'm in a better relationship with my grandchildren because I'm breathing better. Mm. I'm more calm when things are not working or the band did not show up last minute. The car tire blue of the band is not coming one hour early. It's coming one hour late. Everybody's upset. You got father-daughter dance because goddamn one hour late. (laughs) Where's my yoga then? Wouldn't, Wouldn't be me. It'd be my daughter. Oh, boy. But that's what I'm saying. Where's my yoga then? There are about 20-some-8 million Americans practicing. And I'm telling you, where's my yoga then? How many of them are practicing, really practicing yoga that you're describing? They are practicing yoga, but it's it's, it's just touching the surface. If yoga was superficial, it wouldn't have lasted 14,000 years in my native country. It is a deep practice. It is a practice for feeling just, I am alive. Believe it or not, yoga centers, even doctors, even therapists are teaching people how to breathe deeply. It's the most stupid thing to teach anybody. Sorry to say. (laughs) I'm telling you, we have to breathe consciously because I'm conscious, depth will happen. But if you're breathing, I... I hear you, but if you're breathing deeply, consciously, in order to breathe deeply, you have to be consciously breathing. It gets you the same place, doesn't it? The focus is not depth. It's like happiness. Will Smith made a movie, right? The Pursuit of Happiness is the most stupid name I heard in my life. How many people are happy in today's times in America? Turn on the news. Does it look like there's any happiness? (laughs) It should ensue. If you're doing the right thing, happiness will follow you. If you're consciously breathing with all three diaphragms, depth will follow you. It's a byproduct of yoga practice. Okay. Three diaphragms. Two. Yes, there are three diaphragms. Pelvic, this one, or the third one? 
That's your homework. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I Yogi's, have to go watch yoga videos or, or You will not dance find videos. it in any video because this information is not available in yoga centers because they don't know. What is yoga? They don't know. So the real answer is in the search. The search is seek and you shall find. There you go. You don't have to be Christian to know the Bible. It's a classic saying, seek and you shall find. Yoga, like all religious traditions, ask you to be seekers, not believers of reading books. Don't read books on anything. You'll be a much more wise human being. <laughs> okay. Shall we kick off the rest of our training? Yes. That's a good discourse there. Mm -hmm. right there.